What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of Potty on the Potty, a podcast about navigating young adulthood with a focus on the mind-body connection. I'm your host, Sam, and I'm a licensed mental health therapist in Connecticut. So sorry to miss you last week. Had a little bit of a shifting of priorities and feeling just fine about that. Um, I wanted to start out today's episode by checking in with you on our group goal that we set, I believe episode 13, where we were, you know, trying to navigate life um, and move forward through life while at the same time accepting exactly where we are. And yeah, so just take a moment to reflect on the past week or so um, and ask yourself if you've been approaching situations in that way um, to offer a little bit more clarity if any of us forget or um, have not listened to that episode. Essentially, we want to try our best This is a group goal because it's something that I'm working on too, but we want to try our best to, you know, show up and put the next, put one foot in front of the other and keep chipping away at our goals and at the same time be gentle with ourselves and not hard on ourselves when we make mistakes or if it's taking longer than we wanted it to, to meet our goals and objectives. And if we're not doing things perfectly, remembering that we're human beings and we are not perfect. We don't have to be perfect. All right. So I just wanted to use that, I guess, as a reminder that it's a nice thing to work on. It's a very hard thing to work on. Um, I feel like I, I feel like I've been checking in with myself on that on a very regular basis because I need to, and also because I feel like that's part of what recovering from that perfectionism is, is having the willingness to do that a little bit more often. So thank you for also checking in with yourself on that. And just a reminder, this podcast, um, if you're new here, sorry, I lost my place in my little template. (laughs) If you're new here, my name is Sam. I make weekly podcasts, except for last week, (laughs) on striving for physical and mental well-being as young adults. So if you're into any of that, consider following, subscribing, etc. All right, so let's get into today's subject, which is about respecting our energy. And by energy, I mean like physical capacity for like things, (laughs) Um, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual energy. So let me preface this by saying that As I've mentioned before, I'm really into 
um, learning about the nervous system. And so as a human being that is trying to grow and mature myself, and then also as a therapist, I'm very intrigued by this whole idea that our central nervous system is affected by stressors and trauma and therefore sends out messages to our body on how to react to that, right? That's something that um, makes a lot of sense to me. And so when our body and our nervous system is reacting to stressors, um, we're going to have quote unquote like symptoms of that. So we're going to maybe have like muscle tension. Um, I always blank on like the physical symptoms of it, but like physical symptoms, right? So for me, it's like digestion. Um, it's very much affected by stress. Um, yeah, see, I'm blanking, but then I always like remember that there are so many other ones. Our sleep can be affected by it. Our appetite, um, our energy level, things like that. So yeah, I'm learning right around, right alongside you guys about the nervous system, how we can better understand it and how we can better work with it as we do our like psychological healing. And so something that I learned this week is that it can actually be quite helpful to, as we're learning about like our limitations and stuff to kind of go with that at first. So that's something that I've talked a lot about actually is like listening to your body, listening to your limitations and not pushing yourself. I have to sneeze. Sorry. (coughs) Excuse me. Not pushing yourself to go far beyond your limits. And what I learned this week is that that is part of a process actually So the first step is scaling back and kind of like not putting so much pressure on ourselves, not putting so much on our plates and doing the things that don't um, exacerbate our nervous systems. But that is all part of a process. We're going to be like building up a tolerance to handle more and more stress. And if you're thinking um, no thanks. I don't want to have more stress. I'm right there with you. And (laughs) I honestly think that I knew about this concept and just shut it out for a while. However, I don't know what's going on with me. Um, maybe I've like done, done that part of my healing recently, but I'm kind of open now to this idea that once we respect our body and our limitations, we learn to trust ourselves and we can then tolerate more and more. And so that's not to say that our end goal is to put ourselves in danger and to put ourselves like at risk, right? We're not going to be going out of our way to purposely stress ourselves out and traumatize ourselves. However, I feel like it just like, I don't know if you agree, but like, it sounds nice to have a little bit higher of a tolerance for this, for like life stressors, right? To have more resilience and that type of thing. So as a therapist, this makes a lot of sense because I'm working with a lot of people on, you know, how to heal. And I get a lot of resistance from, you know, people that grew up in communities that were very driven 
right? Like results driven, success driven. Um, I get a lot of resistance at the very beginning of like healing journeys when I talk about scaling back and doing less because there's still that idea in our minds early on that, no, I need to be able to handle this. I, if I can't handle it now, I'm never going to be able to handle it. I have to practice handling, 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 right? And there's so much pressure that we put on ourselves. But honestly, like the first step in the healing journey is um, taking a freaking break. Like that's, that's what it is. It's not permanent for those of us that get a little bit nervous, like, oh, I'm just going to be a delicate flower the rest of my life. You guys know I've pretty much embraced that I'm very sensitive as a person. And so I've pretty much embraced that I'm always going to be, uh, always going to be pretty sensitive. However, um, these, the healing is a process and with every process, there's phases. And so the first phase is just letting go of these high expectations of ourselves to tolerate everything, right? So that's the first step. And I don't know, I, I kind of love that hope. It gives me hope that by doing that and taking that first step, we can then start to like our nervous system relaxes and resets and we're then able to start building up and living our lives more and more. And we don't have to live in that cocoon phase forever, which again, no shame. There's nothing wrong with cocooning. There's nothing wrong with taking care of ourselves, taking a break. Shame is going to be like the antithesis to healing. So there is no right or wrong way to do this process if it feels natural and if, you know, we have support through it. Ooh, I feel like I'm just like on a roll. <laughs> but I wanted to give an example that I've recently been thinking about. Um, and that is the age old controversy of calls versus texts. I'm totally just kidding. It's not age old. It's like very recent. I feel like that people are like calls are much better texts are much better email whatever and so obviously the in the grand scheme of things it's going to depend on what is needed to be communicated right so if you need to have like a deep conversation with someone um, calls are probably better for that you know because you can hear the tone of voice and you can probably communicate a little bit better. Um, so I don't know. Sometimes calls are better. However, and I used to be like a big calls person. Like I used to be very much like, if you want to communicate anything, you should do it over the phone. Yes. For that type of stuff, I still feel like that's true. However, I've been cutting myself a lot more slack for preferring text and email when it comes to other things. Um, so for example, if I need to schedule a call, it's like a pain in the ass, right? To like play phone tag with someone. And it's also takes a lot of energy because you're like, all right, okay, here I go. I'm going to talk to this person or I'm going to leave a voicemail and then you leave the voicemail and then you're waiting for the response, etc. So it's a lot of like that social energy. 
that you don't necessarily expend when you're texting or emailing to coordinate something. But yeah, so cutting myself slack and just being like, okay, you know what? At this point in my healing journey, I can conserve my energy. Like that's just where I'm at. I can ask people to please email me for things that aren't an emergency or please, you know, friends like to text me or whatever, or I can text friends more often than I call them. And that's okay. You know, that social connection at the, like, is the end goal, right? Like eventually I'd love to be a little bit more social and I'd love to have more energy for socializing and for making phone calls. And I'm accepting that right now I'm pretty introverted and pretty fatigued by socializing in certain ways, you know, especially if we don't know what to expect from that call or that, you know, conversation. So, yeah. I don't know how other people feel about that, but food for thought. Um, yeah, I guess I, I guess I've also just been kind of thinking about, I mean, not recently, but always how <laughs> my, um, you know, introversion, how much of that is like innate versus trauma informed. Um, just because I feel like social energy is very much connected to my nervous system. And as we know, the nervous system can be affected by trauma and stressors. So, yeah, I wonder if like, again, I'm completely accepting the fact that I'm sensitive and that I'm introverted. However, I have this a little bit of curiosity about whether that's partially an effect of trauma and whether I have the capacity in me to be more social without getting drained the more that I heal. And I'm not putting pressure on myself and I don't, I'm not shaming myself because I know that pressure and shame are the antithesis of healing say that back to me or repeat that in your mind pressure and shaming are the antithesis of healing so this week we will not put pressure on ourselves and we will not shame ourselves for where we're at in our recovery journey and we're not going to do that to the people that we love right I heard the, oh God, I'm going to blank on her handle, but Melissa, the dietitian that I love on Instagram, embodied nourishment. I, she wrote, she put like this great story up, um, so I can't share it, but she was talking about exactly that, about how like we want the best for the people that we love and we might try to like help them 
and some forms of help are healthy, but when we find ourselves like pressuring others and shaming others, like when we take a real humble look at how we're supporting other people and we realize like, oh shit, like I've probably been shaming or pressuring or criticizing, um, watch as that does not work, right? Like that never helps the situation and it usually makes it worse. It usually affects the relationship. So I loved that message and I feel it can be, it can be used for how we talk to ourselves as well and how we support ourselves and each other. And I've come to the end of my train of thought, so <laughs> that's going to do it. Um, I hope you've enjoyed. I would love your feedback on this episode. I'm on Instagram. It's the best way to interact with me. My handle is samantha.j.curt, C-U-R-T. Um, haven't been as active on stories as usual, um, so feel free to DM me, but I do try to post stories about the episodes, um, so whatever you're comfortable with, would love to hear from you, and if you've come this far in this episode, I'm very grateful that you heard me out, and I'm also proud of you as you should be for yourself um, if you're listening to content like this, it means that you actually, it means that you care about yourself and that you're taking, you're prioritizing yourself. You're taking the time out of your day to reflect on your healing. All right. I will talk to you guys next time. Have a great day. <laughs>